Welcome to Few Who Dare, the comprehensive and unofficial guide to the TV show Ice Road Truckers, where we recap and discuss all 138 episodes. I am Graham Gilson, and here with me is Jake Titus, and we are your pathfinders on this frozen journey. Jake, what's up, my dude? What it do, Graham? It's good to see you, brother. What it do, indeed. Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, man. How you been? Uh, I've been good. I've been good. Been enjoying the sunshine and the warmer weather. Oh, man. It's been nice. It's been awesome. Been Mm -hmm. enjoying up in my up in my lifts at the gym. Uh, Ooh, let's talk on that a little. How's that going? It's good. You getting thick? I'm getting a little. I I don't know if that's the right term. (laughs) (laughs) I think it is. Just use whatever, you know, muscle head. Uh, gym rat term you want fill in for thick. you know i definitely i definitely am noticing some like more tone i've definitely added a couple pounds of muscle mass uh all right so yeah i think i think early next week i will uh get up to deadlifting my weight so that's a milestone Ooh, yeah yep. so you you increase week over week with this program right uh, you increase after every single day that you successfully complete the the reps and sets. Oh, that's right. So, have you missed a like a time yet where you don't get to increase the next week where you hit the same one? Yes, I definitely started hitting the wall on over pre- overhead press the soonest. Yeah. Um, last is Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, I I failed a rep on squats for the first time, so that's starting to get serious now. I don't think I've failed deadlifts or benching, so that's been consistently consistently on the way up. But you know, strength is. I feel like with deadlifts, you'll uh, you can go a while. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. (laughs) Yeah, deadlift is like the the one where you can like go really heavy. Right. Yes. Just, just, just checking my stats. Cool. Strong lifts. What's up? <laughs> Shout out, Medi. <laughs> oh man, what's up with you, man? Um, man, uh, not a ton. Been working. Uh, I maybe I haven't even been working that much. I've just been stressing about work more than normal. Mm. Um, we're busy. Big changes. Um, I have a lot of responsibility with the big changes. Um, stuff that I probably can't discuss in this podcast for fear that it would get out. Fair. <laughs> just That's kidding. Fair. I, it's just nobody would care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, I care, Graham. Thank you. I don't care to talk about it. <laughs> um, I respect that. <laughs> yeah. Probably the exciting thing is, um, both of my parents, my mom and dad, and uh, my mm-hmm. wife's dad have uh, fully finished their COVID vaccine things yes. now. So they are like good to go. It's like a um, kind of a big um, kind of a mental, emotional weight lifted off our shoulders. Oh my God. Because those are the people like, you know, we're less afraid of it for ourselves and for the kids um, and more afraid that if we got something, we would pass it to like Sarah's dad, who we do go visit because he lives alone in a farm in Wisconsin. Um, yeah. So the fact that he is vaccinated is like a huge deal. 
My God. Yeah, that's that's super huge, Graham. I'm so happy yeah. to hear that. Yeah, man. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, both my parents are vaccinated. So I think my mom is going to try to get up for a visit in the next couple months. So that'll be good. Cool. Yeah. That's really great. That's really great. Yeah, my, uh, my stepmom and uh, my grandmother on her side are fully vaccinated. Nice. My dad says tomorrow he may get his first shot. So that'd be great. Oh, right My mom is still trying to like shop around to like get her first, but she's at least like, you know, eligible now. So it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Are they uh, Minnesota? No, they are all in Ohio. So that's right. Not okay. as good. Not, not as good a COVID okay. situation <laughs> out there. <laughs> are they not a uh, vaccine situation is not as good there? Like they're not um, as aggressive with, you know, I'm not sure, but just in terms of like, uh, kind of like prevalence of COVID and positivity rates and stuff, I know that their metrics are not looking as good as Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota has gone way down recently. It's like back where it was in July, August. Yeah. June. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good to see. It's been good to see. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, should we get into it? Yeah, let's fucking get into it. Dude, okay. Um I'm ready to get down. rowdy on this one. All right. <laughs> Episode five, mid season mayhem. 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 And the episode opens so hot. Do you it remember? It really does. <laughs> They don't even they don't even start with like the uh, intro. It's just like bombs going off. <laughs> yeah, they, not like metaphorically. They came... Like they just straight up bomb the hillside. <laughs> yeah, they they opened up talking a big game about this episode. They were just so excited. Like you guys aren't gonna believe what happened. Oh, by the way, welcome to Ice Road Truckers. <laughs> uh, I did notice that they they repeated the weird uh, vintage footage and the claim from last episode uh, that that like these are the trailblazers of our time. (laughs) (laughs) So there I feel like maybe maybe someone was like, guys, I don't know if you really want to do that. (laughs) The producers were like, fuck you. We do it every time now. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's now part of the intro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you man. You can't stop me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a real a real hot ep uh, this time. Um, where do you yeah, where do you want to head first? Um, um, man, I mean, we got to talk Todd. Todd. We got to talk Todd. Welcome to Todd talk. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like uh main character for one episode yes yeah yeah he he gets proportionally more screen time in that episode than any other character has gotten on any other episode yeah so i really wonder if like retroactively he his storyline was edited out of prior episodes so that they didn't kind of like build up who is clearly one of the most charismatic and interesting characters only to have him leave. <laughs> uh, do you really feel that way about him? Or that was facetious? Yes. No, I, no, I definitely do. I for real do. I mean, come on. He's, he's like a little bit odd man out. 
You know, he's got a little bit of a punk yeah. vibe. He's got this like bleached hair situation that for me has huge uh, Seth Green energy. Like, yeah, kid, Buffy the yeah. Vampire Slayer Seth Green. <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely like bleached it himself <laughs> nine months ago. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And then, um, you know, he's singing a song about how you shouldn't go too fast. Like, that's <laughs> that's where we meet him in the start of this episode. And we get a lot of that song Oof. in this episode. Yeah, we do. And the last time they do it, when it's, like, much more produced, it's, like, the studio cut. The tambourine track yeah. is wild. It's, like, I've never... It's a, a new-to-humanity sort of approach on how to integrate tambourine into an acoustic guitar song. Oh, man. Right before we recorded, I went back and watched... The first time he plays it, like the guitar, I think he's in his truck or something. And then mm-hmm. again, when he plays it at the bar and they try to, I feel like the um, producers try to fool us because he like introduced it as like, this song is about Hugh's crew. And then like the <laughs> opening line of the song is like something about Hugh's crew. But then almost immediately it's like, oh, it's a chorus to the song he sang earlier. It's the, it's the one song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did not listen to the end credits which of course is that same song right it so is. it's yes, they do it is. three times in this episode <laughs> <laughs> oh man i tried to look it up i tried yeah. to look him up i tried to find more music by him um i went on spotify i found a todd white and there's literally one song by him and i do not think it's the same guy oh <laughs> it was like a guy man. with a guitar kind of sound but it did not sound, I mean, you know, Todd White, Ice Road Truckers, his sound is iconic. So I would recognize it. It kind of is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was quite a storyline. That was maybe, I think, the most dramatic storyline that we've had in a series yeah. so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we're introduced to him. This They raise the stakes hugely right off the bat. Because oh, he explains that his his truck broke down and he needs twenty thousand dollars to get it repaired, and that's why he's yeah. here because he's he's like got to get yeah. this money so he can repair his truck and get back to his livelihood. Um, <laughs> man, <laughs> but then he fucks up real bad. Yeah. So they he really fucks up. Yeah. <laughs> so they they catch him doing like 63 kilometers an hour in a 40 zone. Uh, and so, yeah, they... it was 15 <laughs> miles per hour over. Was that it? Man, Whatever. I don't. Yeah, uh, it could be 100. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But, but so they they just uh, the what's the term? Expel him. Is that the term that they use? Expulsion? Yeah, expulsion. They they said suspension. So uh, at first he, it's like everything's good, and then it it mm-hmm. cuts to him, and it's like Todd got bad news. I think the narrator is like, "Hey, Todd got bad news, guys." <laughs> and then it shows Todd, and he's like, "So yeah, I was woken up in my cab to a letter. He <laughs> was woken up to yeah. a letter, which is like, <laughs> like a mailman, or what do you mean?" 
<laughs> it was um, there a person involved or just the letter <laughs> yeah he was sound asleep he was woken up to a letter saying i was suspended i was going mm-hmm. 16 over um and then he sits it so it's him telling this and then he's like so i'm writing a letter to kind of argue my case and i will say like i was not expecting his letter back because he starts reading it aloud and it, the yeah. camera zooms in on it and first of all he has really nice handwriting. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the best handwriting I've ever seen. Yeah. And he's like beautiful cursive. Pretty well spoken. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I just didn't, I don't know. I don't know what I expected, but like, you know, truck driver and um, he just was like, yeah, the letter was really well spoken. And yeah. then, um, and then he kind of begins to weep and I felt really bad. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like the letter just confirmed a lot of my stereotypes about Canadians, which is that they're <laughs> they're just like generally reasonable, thoughtful people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hugh accepted, and I guess we'll get to that in a in a bit. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, yeah, that was a that was a tough scene, you know, between that and you know, seeing uh, Jay have to like miss saying goodbye to his kid in the hospital, seeing Drew have to like mm-hmm. call home and ask his wife, do we have enough money that I can like stay in the hotel? You know, I think we this this show, I admire that it is, um, you know, it's showing some like pretty emotionally tough stuff as far as like men and work go. Yeah, we're getting a little pathos in this show. I'm surprised by it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, I do want to, well, I don't want to spoil anything. So we'll, yeah, we'll keep, we'll move on with Todd. Um, <laughs> but there was something in the intro that is, uh, just so interesting, um, that they did, but, um, you're really teasing it. <laughs> I know I, it has to wait till the end. I'm sorry. It has to wait till okay. the end. All right. Do you want to show, so should we do the whole Todd storyline and then kind of feel talk like we about should it? just taught, taught it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what in, in the Todd storyline, what happens next? I think it's like, he has to go meet the, the judge or the, the officer. <laughs> I have no idea who these people yeah, are. I think he was an officer. It seems like his first letter got him an audience with this like intermediary official who That's right. then was like, I can't do anything, but you can write, you can hand write right now a second appeal that i will fax to them <laughs> so there that was kind of fucked up just use his yeah. like really nice letter that he wrote why did he have to sit in your office and write another one yeah i don't i don't know maybe you know maybe the guy gave him some kind of coaching about like look i can't i can't grant you this you can make your case fyi i like wouldn't say say x or you know may, maybe there was some yeah. of that that would be I think kind of kind if it was on the other hand, like this, this sounds like it was a pretty egregious speeding violation that had like very real safety risks for himself and others. So, I mean, it is a, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a pretty extreme um, sort of penalty, but uh, it kind of makes sense to me that that's how they handle it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if like you could crack the ice by going too fast, then it makes sense like you know listen it's one you know one time and you're gone yeah so he 
So he he writes out another appeal and is told like you'll get your answer tomorrow morning, and mm-hmm. then he gets to go hang out at uh, is it Sam's Monkey Tree Pub? I didn't write down the name of it. Is that the name of it? <laughs> the, I believe that it is. <laughs> it's the Monkey Tree Pub. What? <laughs> yeah, I think is the that like a... is like a monkey in a tree. When I don't know uh, what so that Sarah means. And I or... did a vacation. A... Sarah and I did a vacation like years ago to Hawaii, and there's like mm-hmm. like a lot of monkey tree places there. Are there? Is that like a? Is a monkey tree like a type of tree or? the fuck is monkey tree and why why are they naming it in the northwest territories (laughs) call it the ice house what are you doing (laughs) yeah but that doesn't have the sort of exotic escape vibes yeah that's (laughs) they certainly you know did up the inside to make you feel like you're uh somewhere exotic uh i you know what i was i this was another sort of like almost behind the scenes look that i was hoping to get eventually is like look i know from reading about how to survive your first winter in Yellowknife that Yellowknife has a great pub culture right and i'm sure <laughs> that there's some place that these dudes go to go drink some beers but like we haven't we didn't get to see it until now and then we saw it like four times in this episode <laughs> You know what? It oh, looked yeah. like a great they place. They spent a lot of time at that bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah. They were having a good time. I think, oh, and uh, you got to see the boys hang out because um, Drew, I don't know, for some reason, he couldn't drive. Do you remember why he wasn't out there? Uh, happened. Rick Yem was there, and he had some sort of a... <laughs> fuck up on his uh very, truck. oh the a very rickyum issue <laughs> the heat was out in his truck i think uh-huh. yeah i have no idea why yeah was he had there. an alternator issue which so so oh, now yeah. i guess there's just this huge line at this the at the one mechanics <laughs> shop and so rickyum decides well i'm just gonna fucking fix it so he's like out in the cold <laughs> In 40 degrees below zero, <laughs> trying to replace this alternator and get it started. And the narrator says in so many words, like, it's hopeless. He's not going to be able to do this. <laughs> yeah, it does not go well for him. No, it does not. It does not. And then, yeah, I don't remember what the issue was with Drew. I remember he like he tried to shift into third gear and there was just like no power. And he had to idle back to town, but I don't remember hearing what the deal was. That's right, because he dropped his trailer, right? Yeah, yeah. He just he he, he just left like it. left it on a frozen lake. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it is. I really this brought up a lot of questions for me about like who owns the trucks and who's responsible for and all of that. Because like clearly, this mm-hmm. is a super harsh environment for the trucks. And again, in the first episode, we had this scene with Hugh talking about how important it is to winterize the trucks. But like, it really doesn't look like they give fuck all a care about the state of these trucks before the season starts. It's like they've got parts falling off, parts failing, like shit that's supposed to work. It doesn't. It just it seems like it's really a mess. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I. Every episode, there's like, you know, at least one or, you know, mostly most episodes, it's like two or more truckers are broken down. Yeah. 
it's been a which huge is, which is not a good ratio yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> this is pretty bad um yeah so the boys are so rick and uh drew and mm-hmm. our our new boy todd white are uh-huh. all hanging at the bar commiserating um and he i guess he didn't get the news that night but it just kind of shows them hanging out at the bar yep there's a point where they're like interviewing rick yem and he's like it's like you know like i feel for the guy but also like you know if he uh you know if he if he's allowed back out on the ice i hope he learned his fucking lesson yeah and then to be fair we, Rick, Rick also disclosed that he had put in seven hours at the monkey tree. And so he was yeah. feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. Related to Rick, uh, I heard from a buddy of mine, friend of the show, Ernie. Uh, we, you, mm. you had raised the question of is Rick dipping? And, and Ernie's assessment yeah. is 100% yes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So your your suspicions have been. <laughs> I think confirmed. my question was, yeah, is he dipping or is it a speech impediment? And it sounds mm-hmm. like the verdict is dipping. That's a plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, last yeah. last Rick Yum observation for now. Uh, what do you think he was drinking in the bar? Oh man, I just assumed like Bud Heavies. <laughs> I think he was drinking cider. Really? And to be clear, I'm not saying that like as shade, but just I, you know, I, I was, I was trying to, to kind of clock like what, it, what are they drinking? Because Todd, I think, is drinking buds. Um, I yeah. think he's actually drinking Bud Heavy. Uh, but Rick nice. is drinking out of a, uh, I think it's called a nonic pint, and I don't think you would pour. A bud into that it's very light very oh yellow, i'm sorry very do low you carb. think the monkey tree do you think the monkey tree pub is concerned about the type of glass where they're pouring their beer into <laughs> I, I definitely don't think they're bothering to use a glass to serve bud <laughs> i mean again this is canada so it's a very it's a much more refined culture than what you and i are accustomed mm-hmm. to <laughs> Listen, I would love if uh, Rick Yam is drinking a cider. Uh, it does not fit the character, but man, that would just be... I love it. Just yeah. an interesting development. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, seven ciders? Or no, he's seven hours, not seven deep. Okay. Yeah. If you, if, yeah. So you think that's more or less than seven? I, I mean, for me... <laughs> I'm going to take a break. I'm not going to drink. I can I can drink for seven hours and only do like four beers, but uh-huh. I've got good self-control like that. <laughs> I mean, let's also remember if, if you tried to drink seven ciders in seven hours, just the sugar would do yeah. something to your body. Yeah, you'd be fucked well. up. You'd be wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was super fun to see the boys hanging out, though. I, I would kind of love to mm-hmm. see some more of that. Like, uh, and what are they talking about? You know, that's what would be interesting. Yeah. I yeah. want like interspersed with all the driving and stuff like that. I want like, you know, come back to the pub. I want to see the boys. Yeah. Yeah. You know who ain't at the pub, though, is Hugh, who apparently just like no. his truck never breaks down. <laughs> Unless it's Rick's <laughs> fault. 
but, yeah. but Hugh really uh Hugh really gets pissed at the dudes and Hugh's perspective is is apparently it's your fault if stuff breaks and you should drive the truck better mm -hmm. and like I am not qualified to assess the validity of that argument it doesn't strike me as particularly reasonable <laughs> but I, I'm an idiot what do yeah. I know <laughs> um he there is a scene of him um I guess I, I wrote down he um, decides to bitch out Todd and then he decides to bitch out Drew and then he complains to the camera. I think maybe he did to their faces give them a hard time. I, do you remember? Yes. In fact, okay. it looked like at, like both of them were there at the same time at, at one point. <laughs> so it kind of looked like it looked like a real rough situation. Um, it cuts to him after that. And so we're kind of getting away from... Um, the um we're kind of getting away from the todd storyline let's hop back into that after after a little hue here but mm -hmm. um it cuts so hue is in his truck and he has some real hue lines yeah um, he does oh man he did you write them down uh i i did write down one okay so first of all he's yeah, you... he's wearing his great hat again yeah <laughs> The hat's back, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so he talks about how he lost probably, he's probably three runs behind or three runs down that he could have done if he had not had mechanical problems. And and his characterization mm -hmm. of that was, uh, that's the difference between eating steak and wieners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you have some others? Oh, Yeah. He, nice. um, so he's all mad at Drew. Uh, I, who knows? I can't remember at this point why he's mad at Drew, but he said, I thought I was going to have to hit Drew because yeah. he was starting to talk. And I said, I told you, don't say a fucking <laughs> word until I'm fucking done talking. And I mean it because I'll slap you. Yeah. And it's like, they didn't get that on camera. What the fuck is wrong with this <laughs> the show? How did they not get that on camera? If he truly said that. True. Yeah. That, that needs to that be would a have camera been the right. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so I think he's just lying. Um <laughs> <laughs> is, is this where they um give us a little bit of Hugh's backstory? Yes, and so that is what the next line I have. But do you remember what his backstory is? He like can't it showed him. Do you remember the picture it showed of him? They, they had, I think, two pictures, one of which I was like, oh, okay, wow, that's a strong look. And then the second one came up. The second one, it's like he's wearing some kind of a, it looks like a blue, almost sequ cowboy hat. It look, <laughs> maybe made of vinyl. It looks exceptional. It looks water impervious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had like a sort of like... Uh, I don't know, 1970s disco Canadian frontier energy. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I like that combination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked cool as shit, honestly. Absolutely. Like, I kind of dug it. I mean, all hatred of him as a human being aside, like <laughs> he looked cool as shit. Yeah. Good looking man. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he, he, they said, or maybe he said that he, came up in the 70s and it was like really intense at that time mm -hmm. and everyone was like rich they all had like money from trucking or some crew that he ran in 
And he says, if you went to the bar, people would bump into you so they could have a confrontation with you. And then they'd fucking knife you, stab you, and take all your money. And I'd yeah. take on three guys at a time, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he shows it, like, you know, you're like, if that was true, it'd be like, hey, check out these scars. And he shows up, he shows his pinky finger is kind of broken. It's like, it's like bent weird. Uh-huh. So he's like showing that as like evidence of how, how like, how much fights and shit he got into. I, mean, I think, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, he also said that he was kicked out of every bar in the town he was in, every bar in the next town over, and every bar of the next town over from that for life. For <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of good Drew, or a lot of good Hugh there. Yes. A lot of good Hugh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I guess I guess we should should uh, conclude Todd's sad tale then. Yeah. Yeah. So so Todd Um, gets the news. Oh, go for it. Yeah. Oh, his appeals denied. They decide um, not going to happen. You're out of here. You fucked up too bad, Todd. Yeah. So he has he has to just like fly home. He gets one last night. Uh, They let him perform at the monkey tree um which i imagine is not standard protocol so like i think that's pretty cool of them but then uh Mm -hmm. he's he announces he's just gonna sell his truck uh and he's just gonna make um yeah yeah he's gonna sell his truck and record an album i'm done trucking this so i looked up the album it doesn't exist as far as i can tell uh Uh, just just circulating underground real bummer yeah, yeah, it is a real bummer. Um, At least Hugh has one working truck now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, Drew got to drive Todd's truck, and he's like all pissed off because how dirty it is inside. It does look real dirty. It's it's, it's like like t- so. Todd apparently is a smoker and just would throw the cigarettes on the floor, and I would at least oh, really? expect. Yeah, there are so many cigarette butts. Gross. I would at least expect just like, you know, get a, a coffee can, you know? Yeah. So, Something yeah. to hold them in. I, I can appreciate how Drew is like not. But by the same token, I I kind of had a like, well, I'm dumb moment because it was while Hugh was in these dudes that he was like, that he told Drew, okay, you drive Todd's truck. And I was like, oh yeah, no shit. Like, why did none of them think of that? Like driver cannot drive, <laughs> truck cannot drive. What if we switch these? <laughs> like the obvious answer there, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um, all right. So let me so in the very intro, so to get mm-hmm. back to what um yes. I wanted to say earlier. <clears throat> even before, so all those bombs go off, remember, and then um they show this like you know, double oil tanker hauling ass, and then it like they show the um <clears throat> there's a six like six panes uh-huh and it shows six drivers driving trucks and um the one of them had long hair and i was like who's the guy with the long hair and then it says um that uh it does the trailblazers of our time thing <laughs> oh no 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 all right so six panes it says one of these drivers is going to be kicked off the ice and it's like well there's you know 
our main characters. And then there's a guy with the long hair. So it's like, who's the guy <laughs> with the long hair? And then, like, it shows somebody getting on a plane, and the guy has long hair. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, okay, so it's it's Todd. It's that dude, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was like in yeah, the it was, all in the intro. It was like, oh, this is the guy with the long hair is getting on a plane. He's he's the one who leaves. It's like very obvious. <laughs> that was pr- that was super funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, man this fucking show and, dude. and very early in the episode <laughs> another weird uh kind of production choice history channel just back on their old shit with talking about how there's just 38 inches of ice <laughs> it's like God damn it. the last yeah. thing you did was talking about how <laughs> thick 36 inches was so we've added two inches yeah. and now they're like i don't know i can't i can't even walk on that it's getting pretty dangerous out there guys <laughs> Um. Yeah, man. Oh, there's another uh, double oil tanker crash. Mm-hmm. I think. And they I swear to God, made a, a very slight tweak to their first CGI animation of that, and then used the same thing again in this episode. Like, I think they just added yeah. running lights to the tanker. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't convinced that it was a different oil tanker i was like i was kind of convinced that like the show was just like phoning it in to the point where they're just like people won't notice that in the last episode this happened and so we'll just like fuck it we'll just we're just we're just reusing all this footage we're just doing it again nobody will notice and then they showed the driver it was a different driver yes that's true although you know what you could just stage that you get some hollywood magic up in there you can make it look like anything (laughs) happened (laughs) I mean, that approach would be totally in line with the scorn that the History Channel, like, clearly has for us as viewers to just, like, yes. so careless treat our intellectual capabilities. Oh, God. This show yeah. was not designed. I mean, I don't want to ruin our, our, your and my personal lives right now by admitting this, but this show was not designed to be watched sequentially and care about any sort of storyline. I think it was like no. designed to like jump in on occasion. Absolutely. Or or just to like, <laughs> yeah, maybe to like have on in the background while you're playing Halo all night. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> you know, I will say for as much shit as I was giving this this whole scene around their their sort of like weird uh environmental theater. Uh, I thought this was a great response to the tanker turning over and uh, trying mm-hmm. to like mitigate a rid of a spill into the river. This seemed like actually like really good, high quality environmental management. So great job, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was good. They, um, I, I don't, I barely paid attention because I was just like, this is literally the same footage but they did they did like give a lot more information this time around about the environmental cleanup and showed them like rolling out huge sheets of plastic and like going the extra mile Mm -hmm. even though it was middle of the night to contain and uh, deal with a potential spill that was good to see should we talk about tj's glow up oh yeah oh yeah this was fun this This is a fun storyline yeah Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, you know, as we talked about in the past, like, how can you not like Jay, right? 
he's he's like getting it done and he's learning and he's fucking mm-hmm. scared and he hates the cold but he's there yeah <laughs> so, yeah so also he has this busted ass terrible truck <laughs> uh and then in th- because someone has to go see his foals uh he can't drive his very nice truck anymore <laughs> and so he gives it to tj I don't I don't really track that yeah. whole transaction, but that's the setup. So TJ finally gets this truck and it mm-hmm. is sick. It is extremely sick. And he is mm-hmm. so happy. And it's just like so gratifying to see be jazzed about driving this truck where he's gonna be. Yeah. After seeing in the last episode him at Lockhart just so down in the dumps, hanging his head, just like utter depression. And then yeah. and then he goes and sleeps in a frozen truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like he's like all pumped because he can sit his bananas on the table or, or something. There's like <laughs> a table in there. He, he's like, There's space for my bananas. They won't freeze. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, that's that's a watermark, huh? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's when things start to go bad. <laughs> Yep, the last happy moment for TJ. <laughs> I th- he does say even like, "Well, I th- I think that's the end of my troubles," or "I can't see anything else going wrong," or some some terrible thing like that. <laughs> yep, no more problems. <laughs> no more problems. See, he, he should have he should and have then... honored the sort of mojo of the road. And if you say that, you gotta follow it up with everybody cross your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay everyone cross your nut what did what cross everyone's nuts was that what it was everyone's nuts okay cross everyone's nuts <laughs> oh man yeah so tj hits a dude <laughs> hits hits a vehicle i should say not just not a dude vehicle. yeah <laughs> hits a dude by proxy not a pedestrian <laughs> yeah yeah. uh because his brakes are maybe <laughs> maybe the roads i see maybe there's something wrong with his brakes not not clear yet uh but they are setting the yeah. stage that like he could be in some shit if his brakes like maybe they're implying that he didn't adequately test the brakes to like him that he fixed them mm-hmm. before he left the yard and that that would be a pretty bad deal which he did i mean there was a scene where he like noticed something with the brakes, but then he did go add some methyl hydrate. I think he totally did, but we don't know whether or not that like fixed the issue or if he overlooked something. And so they were going to do a investigation. Yeah. But we have no idea what the status was by the end of the, did they conclude that? No, they leave us, they leave us hanging uh, where this, this like safety, official is just saying he's going to have to look into it and he's got to ask TJ some more stuff and make a determination. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out next next episode. Did they um was there something like at the end of the episode a teaser for the next one where they're like somebody else is going home or something? Well, so they they like maybe 3 quarters of the way through each episode, they do this thing. So I noticed with past episodes, they would say coming up but the things they were talking about would not happen further in that, in that episode. 
Mm-hmm. And this time they said, coming up in future episodes of Ice Road Truckers. So they could be showing us things that are three episodes down the line. <laughs> I have no idea. They said in future episodes? In future plural episodes. <laughs> <laughs> God, this show has contempt for their viewers. It really, it really does. <laughs> and and just because we're on this topic, thank God we once again learned oh. how many tons they've hauled. Thank God. <laughs> this is the scoreboard's back, baby. And we're back to tons and cash. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It is rough. <laughs> it's back. Do you remember uh, who was le- was Hugh leading? You know who's leading. Hugh or Alex, probably right. It's your boy Alex. Is it, is it our boy? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. it's the mayor. Who we, we don't see Alex once this episode, <laughs> not, right? Not even once. No Jay, no Alex. Yeah, wild. <sighs> Al- Jay and Alex are just off having like smooth, easy trips. <laughs> no problemo. <laughs> Although Jay isn't very high on the leaderboard, he's pretty low, I think. He is not. Yeah, he and Rick are tied for third, uh, pretty much. I I inferred how many trips they've probably based on the cash. (laughs) And so I think he uh, and Rick probably have 11 each. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do we care about how many trips they do? I guess Hugh wants... Hugh wants to break his record for how many trips he did. He doesn't care about the cash. I'm I'm sure he does, but he's not like I want to I want to bring in more cash than last year. I mean, the thing is, it doesn't seem like they have a lot of control over. This doesn't seem like they have any control over like how far they're going and whether mm-hmm. they're backhauling things. So like, all they can control is how many runs am I going to put. In. And then if there's differences in like what they make for the runs, it seems like that's just change. So so to me, it would make more like Hugh's approach makes sense of like focus on the controllables. I'm just going to try and do as many runs as I can. Do they get paid more for hauling more weight? Do we know that? Uh, we do know that they get paid more for longer distances. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't seem to sense. scale very well though. <laughs> like it's not a, a linear relationship <laughs> between more Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want I want the algorithm. Just give me the algorithm <laughs> so that I know wh- how this is all working out. Yeah. I mean or give us the data so that we can infer what the algorithm is. <laughs> yeah, I can figure out the algorithm. Just give me the data. The weight and the distance traveled and the number of loads they've hauled. That's why, I bet that's why the scoreboard doesn't work, is that Nuna Logistics is like History Channel. You cannot give them all of this data, or they will figure (laughs) it out. This is a trade secret. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, What else we got in this episode? I feel like we've um ripped through most of it already i'm looking back yeah th- i mean those are really f- the sort of highlights i think that jumped out to me it was weird like on the one hand there was a lot that happened i guess there were a lot of uh weighty things that happened you know mm-hmm. 
but in reality, it's just like, well, we, we meet and say goodbye to Todd. Hugh gets angry. The boys drink. <laughs> and then TJ has an oopsie. And then that's sort of it. Yeah. <laughs> now, we've met Todd once, at least once before in the show. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. That's right. Yeah. He was there. And oh, yeah, because he was like, I am one of Hugh's drivers, too. And you and I were like, yeah, since sorry, fucking Hugh. win. <laughs> <laughs> and then here he is getting kicked off the show yeah <laughs> short-lived yeah man um cool yeah man um do, did you have anything thoughts about his song itself um i mean just just that like the irony of him singing about how you can't go too fast and then he goes too fast <laughs> and then we hear him deliver that message two more times because they repeat the song <laughs> did you have like, any thoughts about this the song just that it was incredibly on the nose like it's a song about yes like the the chorus is like it's like yeah on the ice road again or something like that and it's repeated like four times in a row yeah and then otherwise the the verses are just like um hanging out with this crew we're heading to the frozen road you can't drive too fast mm-hmm. yeah we're on the ice road again i don't think that was a melody but it's like <laughs> yeah it's incredibly simple and so on the nose. Like <laughs> truly, I, I just imagine being kind of stunning, being in that bar as one of the the other ice road truckers whose uh, truck is broken down, and be like, "Is this guy just fucking singing about work?" Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like if you worked, like let's say in your former life, <laughs> as in the brewery. If you worked and then some guy was like i wrote a song you're like oh cool i didn't know you were a musician and he was like yeah i dabble i'm gonna play it for you and that's like yeah we're brewing beer in the brew stuff today yeah it's like, it's so dude you couldn't come up with any more inventive than that <laughs> Yeah, and he can he cannot. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe that's why he didn't record an album. It's like he didn't have Got any more lived experience. <laughs> <laughs> Becomes like a line cook and he has that song and two songs don't make an album. I mean the album title though would be Fire and Ice, and that'd be dope as hell. Oh hell yeah. Also, the I, I I'm going to say this every single episode of this fucking show. <laughs> Sorry, I will try not to hate on this show as much from now on, but <laughs> the name of the episode is Mid-Season Mayhem, and mm-hmm. they couldn't be like, let's have something to do with music <laughs> in here. I mean, that, the big storyline isn't like mayhem. It's like there's yeah. a guy with long hair who sings who gets kicked off the show. It's like maybe like a song of fire and ice. I mean, I don't know. What was going on with Game of Thrones at that time? But they could have done. Like, I don't know. Ice Road Singer, something. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just singer. spitting here. Yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think that's all I got on this app, man. I, I will say all right. it, it just, it did have so much narrative momentum though. I, I did think like I should tech and just be like, dude, let's do two app. <laughs> yeah. Because there was a big cliffhanger there and, yeah. yeah. You mean like because narrative momentum we should do yes. this current just episode to, and the next one. I wanted to keep on trucking. I wanted to I wanted to Hugh Roland it and just not stop, keep going. Pump some iron, wear a hat. <laughs> Listen, I would totally be on board, but I have zero faith that they're gonna like even follow up on the storyline in the next episode. It's just gonna be like something we're gonna meet another new character or something. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll be like the in the second to last season of Battlestar Galactica when there's a super intense overarching plot, but then one episode is just totally divorced from that, and it's just sort of a fun riff on some character's imagined <laughs> storyline. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we're gonna get a bottle episode next episode. There, it's just gonna be just in the bar, and it's gonna be like it's gonna be tj and like five people we've never met before <laughs> i would love that there's gonna not gonna be a single truck in the episode no trucks. <laughs> that would be great. i would love that too that would be great yeah would, yeah so that's give good me, television yeah, give me tj <laughs> um i am excited for alex i need more alex so. yes yeah i mean by that. law of large numbers next episode's gotta come heavy with the mayor oh yeah give us the mayor absolutely right on man yeah. Well, uh, thank you to everyone who's been listening and watching. Uh, thank you to those of you who have been rating the podcast. Uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing, then share it with a friend. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We're at few who dare on all those platforms and would love to hear from you. Uh, is there any, any other business stuff we need to say? I don't know. I felt like there's someone that I wanted to thank. I was thinking about it the other day because, like, you know, Jake thanks people at the end of every every episode. I'll, I'll I can't go remember. And, so, hey, I'll, I'll go thank ahead and you, thank Jake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you, Graham. And you know what? <laughs> thank you, Rick Fitch, because you make it all oh, yeah. possible. <laughs> yeah. Man. All right. Thank you to Rick Fitch, and um, hang loose and keep on ice road trucking.